Hey yo, hit me in the post, back him down like Elijah Wan. My team be on, way beyond what you niggas on. You think we singing songs? Well, y'all get it now. I'm pinning hits out the yard for the pennant dog. We've been through Ramadan, it's time to eat ya. Put a boat on the leg with a feature. A different creature born a street tree, bruh. Begging no parties, a wrecking, cross of nature. This a bake ya like a bum for the cake, bruh. Make no mistake, this here ain't out of anger, danger. Ha, the hillside strangler, fucking y'all range this up. We stay killing cuz, you suckers changing faces. My niggas smoking naces. We the hottest in the field, chill like a waste. This ain't no new shit, your boy been true to this. Mac came through with the pack, now let's get it. Let's go. Yeah, real intention does real things. Check the flow that the danger field brings. Yeah, Habilius and C3, E Cannon, Ty G, and Mac, that's MC. Yeah, real intention does real things. Check the flow that the danger field brings. Kick back, relax, let your mind go free. You're listening to the sounds of the IDP. What, what kind of things you into? You into sports or? Used to. Used to be into sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to read chess. I like to play chess. Oh, you good Fish. at chess? I'm okay. You turned around. Yeah. No, you turned around when you were yeah, chess. chess yeah. I used to be better than I, because I, I just don't play consistently like I used to. When yeah. you didn't let me know. Right. You play chess? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. I love chess. Yeah, yes. I do. Yes, immediately the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> since mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. So that's how long you've been playing? Since, tw- since 12, yeah. How long you've been playing? About around the same time, since 12. Same story, mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. later. Yeah, later, yeah. I probably, just, probably I, 10 years I've been playing. I just think it's, I think it's important if you try and be successful in anything, you got to be able to think, you know, how one decision might lead to something else. That and game how told that's going. Me yeah, life. Yeah, it just, you, got, you, life you need life. that wow. game. That game yeah. is, uh, yeah. It's deep when you really play track. Metaphor. Oh, I can apply this to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Have y'all, uh, y'all seen that Squid game? Oh, I, I, I was going. See, we were on the same page. I was already thinking we, about that. Are we, are we really talking about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm on. Well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk about it and not give away any. Okay, because I'm on the I'm on yeah. the very last step. I'm, you, I'm on episode eight. I'm on episode three. I'm, I'm oh, so you can't talk about anything. No, don't leave <laughs> it here. Let's just let it slide. No, we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna speak on it just okay, because I think I think it's. It. So have you seen uh, any of it, or no, do you even know what I'm I don't, talking? No, about? no idea. Oh, I know so you do, got Netflix. I was yeah. just gonna say. So if you have Netflix, uh, there's a Korean yeah. series yeah. called what was it? Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. Okay. So there's there's three in particular. And this is one of three. There's another one called, uh, man, what's the name of it? Alice in Borderland. Okay, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. And Battle Royale. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that either. So what what these premises are, they're like, they're like games and you can win money. Hmm. But obviously, since it's a series or a movie, you probably, if something happens and you don't win money, you're probably paying real heaven. Yeah. <laughs> With... <laughs> with you, probably. That's how that works. Here's where I'm at with it. And, and the reason why that's so dope is because it a lot of that is they're very they're so close to anime that it, is, it, 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 it almost it it's is. almost like live action, but it's yes better, and no. But it's better because mm-hmm. only because stuff like that doesn't happen in like uh, American films. Like you don't you don't get waxed like that 
in American films. Unless like you're Quentin Tarantino. Unless you're Tarantino. <laughs> right. and, then, and then it's it's whatever. So but what like, about the Jigsaw movies? You feel like that's even kind of sort of... Because you play in the game. I, I think there's like, a chance of getting out. I didn't, th- I didn't think of it like that. But yeah, it, it it, it's, so it's similar yeah. to that. Yeah. But in this movie that we're talking about, the contestants actually sign up to do this. Mm. And those mm-hmm. other ones, it's just like, oh, you've been doing this, so here's the mm-hmm. game you in now. Yeah, Jigsaw, have y'all, you have y'all seen Escape Room? I, th- I believe mm-hmm. so. That's not a new one, is it? They, they just dropped they the just Escape dropped Room the new two. movie, yeah. They dropped two, mm-hmm. or they had one No, previously. no, they dropping the uh, number two. They already got a first one out. So when did that come out? Ooh, recently. It's a... The ch- the winners or something, right? Yeah, the the I think the last one before the one that just dropped came out maybe twenty seventeen. So that's the one I seen. So in the last five years, speak on that one real quick. So it's time. basically like, um, have you ever did an escape room in real life where they put you in a room and you got to find <laughs> no. all the, the clues? No, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, so it's like that. It's the same thing except you can you will have to pay with your life basically. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say they might have a room where you're in a room. And above you, uh, the whole top of it is like the top of the inside of an oven. You know how like the, like it's all, Whoa. I don't know what it's, the little coil thingy, the little coil thing. Coils that, and, It's yeah. like, imagine mm-hmm. the whole top of it. And then it starts kicking on. Then it says, okay, you got to find the way out. So there might be, uh, um, it might show Biggie looking at Tupac looking down and there's a key on the floor no. under a pillow or so I don't it's just no, like crazy sure. stuff like that it, it, whoever get, who gets out you go to the next room and you do it again mm-hmm. if you don't make it to this door before it closes once you open it then you cook yeah Canon is not doing any of that so that's like the movie basically so you, you keep mm-hmm. advancing if you figure out the game mm-hmm. I believe they start mm-hmm. with 456 players no <laughs> for which one for oh, Squid Game. Squid Game. Oh, yeah, back yeah, to Squid Game. Okay, yeah. Squid Game, yeah. I thought you were talking about for Escape Room. I'm like, no, I'd be seven of them. Right, so... that's the, There's there's rules to the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. The, once you sign up, you can't stop playing. What's another rule, Cannon? Oh, uh, oh, oh unless... You, you, can't, you can't quit unless the whole entire group... Majority has no, to no, be no. a majority well, vote. Yeah, majority that's has to th- agree. So that's the third rule. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second rule is... Oh, nobody's... Yeah, you, you're, not, you're not allowed to just straight up quit. If you if you if you do, you'll be eliminated. You're eliminated. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't right. just straight up quit. You yeah. have to. Yeah, then that ties into the third rule of being able to once you have a majority vote. But 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 see, I I, I like the third rule because it shows people's it shows where they mind at. Kind, the kind, third, kind of because there's more to that third rule than just that. No, because, the, th- the third but, rule is like the. But, but there's more to that third rule than just that though. They can come back. They have the opportunity okay, to come back. Okay, you remember back. the first time that they oh, all okay. agreed and they remember they left and they all yeah. got dropped off. Yeah. Then everybody. And what happened? I don't want to. Okay, there's okay. There's the third rule. Hold on, look, look, because we're going to end up telling this. We can I'm not telling. Tell I'm not telling that. So, all I'm saying is the third rule has more. Has but we got to tell them. More, we got to tell people more. that don't know the whole third rule. The third rule is if if everybody agrees. Right. There's you're playing for money, and it shows you this big glass ball full of money. And we're talking billions, billions of yen, yen. billions, billions won, of yen in it, won, won. Billions. Korean mm-hmm. money. You yes. Bill. If billions. if everybody agrees to stop playing, everybody goes home with no money, mm-hmm. right? And it has to start all over again. Yeah, and then it From has to start one. all over again. Yes. Yeah, I'm about to check it out. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. 
So the whole game is really kind of like a play on society, humanity. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. kind of ties into like some Matrix. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, I can. All right, so that. Go ahead. What you guys say? Nah, because I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it. I think I'm gonna spoil it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, there's another rule that they find out later on. But but so you're not gonna spoil it because that's not that's not even real. So what what are you gonna say? I got him. He can't hear. So what are you saying? Another rule. I got him. I got him off air. If you kill, if you kill another player, I bring him. You earn money. Did it sound right? That's not a rule. Yes, it is. No. So might as well be. That's a hidden rule. Like so, the way the way you're saying it is a. A, a really tailored, trimmed down, ex- simplified explanation. All of the monies go back into the pool, and there's no penalty for what you, you said. To... So it's not like you get okay, money true, for true, this. True, 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 true. It's just like you can eliminate players. What, what to, what to a, to and a... their money goes into the pile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to a Because every person... time a person's eliminated, money goes into the pile. Goes back in. Exactly. Because you're a sick person, you just gave me a gun. But that none of in this, but none but of, none saying, of this happened in the, the show. Is it new? Yes, yeah. brand new. So basically, they've rounded up people that are like in heavily debt. in, in debt, debt. Mm-hmm. down like they're gambling in debt, they're mm-hmm. embezzling in debt. They they need this desperate, op- desperate mm-hmm. for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. But they play childhood games. So they play red light, green light. I uh, can't remember all of them, but they play little games like Honeycomb, that. Marbles, Squid Game is the last game, and that's their their. And these are all Korean childhood mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 definitely something to look into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fire. Hey, Yo. Biz, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, good stuff. Yes, man. I can. Can you hear the rest of the guys? All right. All right. How's everybody doing? What's Yo. up, man? Good. I guess we all decided to wear black this evening. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> it is how it hey, works, You know, that is how it is. What That's how it is. We stay locked. <laughs> you know what? Don't say nothing to me about chicken. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so Mike, hey. last week his mom made some fried chicken no, hey, okay. hey, for the podcast specifically for chicken. him, and okay. he went out. Uh, and we ate that. Hey, she didn't just make chicken. She, oh, <laughs> we, ate, right? we ate that. Hey, 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 she, hey, she made. She made yeah, yams. I made the she plate made in front yams. of him. Like <laughs> that's wrong. He said sweet, sweet, sweet potatoes. potatoes. Oh, the sweet potatoes. So, so how, how, how are you doing this evening, sir? How are you doing this evening? I hope all is well with you. <laughs> good. Good to see you. How you doing? Hold on. What? I'm good. Hold on. What do you have on, son? What you got on, cuz? Yeah, I know. He's, Straighten he's up showing, real quick. He's showing you, hold on. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. No, no. Cousin, hold on. Hold on. Cousin, hold on. Oh, for real? Okay. Okay. What, he, what? Got, he, got, oh. he got the windbreaker. You it's know a, what? I, I, I miss the chicken edition. and everything. <laughs> Yep. I missed the chicken and everything, yep. I guess. Yep. Yeah. And the, the, there was a lot went on last week. Now, you know that's going to have to go on camera for more than three seconds, right? I'm, yeah, well, I'm getting a full shot of that windbreaker right there. I'm putting it out here right now, the intentional danger for the windbreaker. We'll, we'll get some other pictures later. All right. You know, I, I, I guess. <laughs> later for all that, but the main focal point tonight is 
Michael Thomas is in the building. Hey, yes, doing? sir. Hey. Thanks for having me, guys. Man, thanks for coming by. Yeah, happy to be here. So, man, uh, usually, you know, we started off kind of with a, a little backstory. Mm-hmm. How did you get to be the person you are today? Just give us a little history of, you know, I, I believe you grew up in Centralia. That's is that right. correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did you get to Central Illinois from Southern Illinois? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, paroled here in um, 2011 from the Department of Corrections. Hmm. Yeah. I want to ask so many questions. Feel free. <laughs> Can you talk about what led you to yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, man. So um, growing up in Centralia, you know, um, just a lot of a lot of crime um, in the streets, drugs, alcohol, um, had me in the grips for years. Mm. You know, I kept going in and out. And, um, you know, the last time I was down, um, I, I prayed for the first time ever. You know, God, if you're real, show me you're real. Mm-hmm. And um, he just began to open up doors and brought me to Springfield, and here we are. So so when did you come to Springfield? 2011. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between, or do you see any difference between Springfield and Centralia? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just size-wise, you know, the opportunities have just been endless. Um, back home, you know, it's just a small, almost rural area, so mm-hmm. there's not a lot of jobs, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, if you're doing the same thing over and over again down there, the cops have your number, so it's hard to get out of trouble, right? <laughs> Definitely. It's hard to get out of trouble. Um, I, I think that could be said about anywhere, but um, yeah. yeah, so that was my my story. My cycle was I'd get out with great intentions and motives, but never have any plan or, or guidance, I guess, and um, slowly but surely slip back into the old, old behaviors, the old uh, decision-making, and next thing you know, I'm back up, locked up somewhere, so... What's the amount of time you was like? What's the longest? Um, altogether, I I did about eight years altogether. Oh, um, short stints. The longest I did was eighteen months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You learning? Can I ask how old are you? Um, thirty-five. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so my, eight, eight eight years out of your thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. you know, my teenage years and most of my twenties, you know, were a lot of darkness, a lot of being locked up, and just bad decisions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Was so, was sus, excuse me was substance abuse along with correct that too? yeah yeah both doing and you know using and selling sure. um, you know yeah so you're a success story yeah yeah I feel like it you know um, definitely it's just a different world you know different um, as I began to to pursue um, change mm-hmm. you know. And just wanting everything to be different because none of that was getting me anywhere. Um, you know, I began to learn and and just almost got addicted to being better, right? Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out ways where I can, you know, get better. And and then that morphed into trying to help other people get better. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been the the theme. So. So 2011 brings you here. Do you have a connect that brings you here? A program or just a a a, a hope? program yeah so um you know through that that kind of prayer and surrender i guess you will i got hooked up with the um chaplain in the department of corrections and um she told me about a a program called transitional prison ministries it it doesn't exist anymore but it was just a group of guys that uh wanted to help ex-cons you know that wanted to help themselves and uh at that time they had a um halfway house so um i paroled there and stayed there for about seven months and uh just learned my way around Springfield, um, started putting in applications, 
And um, like I said, doors just started opening for me. Um, so, so what's the first door that opens after that move to Springfield? It was a long, it was a, it was a lot of hustle and just going, do, you know, business to business, you know, cause now I have, um, at that time I have, uh, I have six felony convictions, you know, I'm not from here. I don't have a driver's license. So it's rough. We, we talk about starting over. I mean, you know, you don't have a driver's license, social security card, no identification. It's like, man, who is this guy? So I, I literally would just go door to door, business to business, hoping somebody would give me an opportunity. And uh, that place was the Salvation Army. Mm. Yeah, Salvation Army gave me a shot. Um, started working in the warehouse there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So from there, you start finding your footing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, about six months working there. Um, so it was a production center slash um, drug rehabilitation center. So a lot of these guys would go there seeking treatment and they could do a work therapy program. So they didn't have to pay anything, but they had to work. Um, so before I knew it, starting in the warehouse, about six months in, um, I was promoted to um, supervisor of that warehouse. So now I'm I'm over like 60 people, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, talk about kind of being thrust into leadership and trying to figure out, hey, how do I set a good example for these guys and you know, really try to help them find their way. And truthfully, at that time, mm-hmm. I didn't really have my way, you know. Sure. So so how, are, how old are you at this point? 35. Okay. No. no oh, back in then, this time. So, in line. Uh, 10 years ago. So, yeah. 25. Yeah. 26. Right. Yeah. So a young man. Yeah. Yeah. So along that process, was there anybody that helped you out? Or was this a lot of self-knowledge and, you know... Self-teaching. Yeah. No, a lot lot of help, man. Um, Tom Hardy, still my mentor today. He was the founder of that Transitional Prison Ministries. Um, So he really just, if nothing else, was always a sounding board, would help, you know, if my thoughts started to go the wrong direction, kind of help me reevaluate what what that looks like, you know, if you follow through with thoughts like that. Um, A gentleman by the name of Don Hunt, um, he's no longer with us. Um, he was huge in that he was partnered with Transitional Prison Ministry at the time. Um, he had a program called Freedom Transitional Center, and it was uh, made up of a group of churches that um, sewed into that ministry to make basically a free ride until a guy got got stable and was able to take care of himself. So, uh, mm-hmm. Can I ask a question real yeah. quick? Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you have a high school education? Did you graduate high school? No, dropped out of high school, and then um, didn't even get my GED till the the last time I was incarcerated. And that was, like I said, that was my fifth time incarcerated. Prior to that, it was just always, um, you know, I'd go in and out of institutions and try to find a, a a hustle, you know, try to make it as easy as I could on myself and be comfortable. Okay, but really never had a desire or drive to get better. It was always trying to find the right way to do wrong. You know, which okay. there's no right way to do wrong. Right. So, so know? this kind of this kind of started mid teens, mm-hmm. and then carried on to mid twenties, and you turned it around like mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mid twenties. You know, like I said, I was incarcerated. Um, you know, twenty five, twenty six is really whenever, whenever I, um, you know, I said that prayer and, and started really receiving um, help. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so where were you at when you you did that prayer? Were you at Grand Correctional Center? Yeah, yep. It was Grand my fifth. Hillsborough. It was my fifth time down, and um, so <laughs> I was only out for two months. I got released two months later. I'm back on a violation of a new charge. 
So I'm like, man, you know, it was like nails on a chalkboard, the card slamming, the dominoes. It was just like, what am I doing here? Like, is this my life? Right. Like for the first time, I think it was just like I was faced with reality. You know, at this point, nobody's really in my corner. You know, I'm kind of burning all my bridges. And, um, you know, like I said, I was just like, man, God, if you're real, show me you're real. You know, kind of desperation. Mm -hmm. What was one of the biggest things you learned from like your journey? Um, you got to ask for help, man. You got to continue to ask for help. You know, pride is a terrible thing. It'll kill mm. you. It'll kill you. Um, ego, you know, thinking that you you know everything. Um, got to continue to always educate yourself, continue to be a student and try to learn. And, you know, um, that's probably... Pride comes before the fall. Pride comes before the fall. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I would never do that. You know, growing up, um, I always ran with the older guys, you know, the... Troublemakers, the cool cats, whatever you want to say. And, um, you know, I I took on this image that um, this false image of self that I would protect at all costs inside. I'm not that guy at all. But outwardly, you know, I'm trying to be somebody I'm not and obviously would end myself up in these in these jams every time I turned around. And, um, you know, so was it based off like more peer pressure or. Or the thing where people like, this is who I am. This is what I was around. Maybe at first peer pressure, but over time, you know, it's, this is who I am. So regardless how torn I am on the inside with these decisions, knowing right from wrong, yeah. but I can't let you see that I'm something besides this drug guy or this, you know, this hustler. Like I have to protect this image at all costs. Um, really it's, you know, you begin to worship that false image of self, right? That's what I know now. It's who you become. It's who you become, yeah. And um, yeah. so no matter how, how bad I wanted to get away from that person or become somebody new, you know, I lacked any tools really to um, to do that. So, okay. I got a question. Do you have any horror stories or any close calls from when you was in your street life? Yeah, a lot, man. I, you know, even the times I was arrested... Um, you know, now I, I, I feel like I was rescued because a lot of my, you know, a lot of the guys I grew up with are not here. You know, they're, they're dead or, or some of them are in the federal penitentiary forever. You know, they got life and, um, the things that I would get caught for were never, you know, it wasn't what I should have got caught for. Let's right. just put it that way, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, definitely a lot of grace and mercy way before I became a believer or a follower of Christ. So it's, it's really a game. It's totally a game. Mm-hmm. You think you always had it in you, though? Um, now I do. I, I believe we're all predestined for greatness. I believe God has a purpose for everybody. Um, then, no. You know, I, I wasn't a believer. Like I said, I the way I was brought up, broken home and, and things like that, I I didn't have hope or ambition or, mm-hmm. or drive or goals or anything. You know, I just thought, this is what you do. You party, you chase girls, you, you know, you try to make money, you, you steal, you lie. I mean, that was just my that's, lifestyle. That's the world. Yeah. That's the world. Yeah. That the, was the, the world, the world, hey, the world has a way of, uh, of sucking you in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's and, and you find out like, yeah, and like KRS said, you know, you learn to love things and love's going to get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. You know what I'm saying? That, what you're speaking of is the world. And as a child, um, you know, I remember my mother uh, speaking to me, talking about the ways of the world mm. and how people become of the world. You know what I'm saying? And as you know, at this point, you either of the world or you're of God. That's right. You know, 
in the world, the world will suck you in. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. No doubt. So when you were in school, what kind mm-hmm. of student was you when you were in school? Terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember, um, you know, as a young guy, would, yeah, I'd go out the front door, have my window open. So mom thinks I went to school. I'm crawling back in the window. And that was, man, that was grade school, you know, as a slut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, slut. and then into, into junior high and high school, I mean, I, drugs right away. I remember getting caught with drugs in school. Um, I remember getting expelled. And the craziest thing about, you know, back home, I, I imagine everywhere, but you get in trouble in school, then they send you to an alternative school. Now you're with mm-hmm. a bunch of bad kids. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, I still don't College. understand. I don't understand that. Now you're with a bunch of people just like you. You know, what do you think happens there? Right? Yeah. <laughs> call, that, call that BD. Trade yeah. secrets. Now it's yeah. worse. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, trade <laughs> secrets. College. College. Yeah. Yeah. You, come, you come back better at what you was doing than you than you was when you, you left. Think, yeah, at least you think so. Yeah. 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 You got to connect ideas, now. Yeah. You got some more More ideas. connections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. You got you to gotta high school connect now. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, so what position are you currently in at? at your, 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 your job now. Mm -hmm. I'm with express employment professionals. I'm a business relationship manager with express. So we were just speaking on, you know, uh, Rico asked you about some trials you had to go through Mm -hmm. and you were, you spoke on some goals and things like that. Such a contrast from the past month you have, didn't you receive some accolades for your position? Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate and blessed. We're, um, Express has 600 and some odd offices around the world, and we're always in the top 10 tier of, the, of that franchise system. Um, our office specifically, we're, we're having a great year. You know, so a lot of success helping a lot of people. Um, I'm currently in the top 50 um, for producers in the world. Um, so you were recognized for that, wasn't Correct. you? Correct, yes, so, sir. So, yeah. It's not a time to be modest. What 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 were you recognized for? Being top fifty in the world for producers um, as a business relationship manager. My my goal is to um, find new companies that we can serve and also grow existing clients. So helping companies with employment um, issues from all levels, from entry level, you know, general laborers, all the way up to the C suite. So we cover all that. Oh, so you connected? Nice, you know nice. Yeah, I find myself today, man. You know, it's um, there's not too many days that go by where it's almost surreal. I'm with CEOs of banks and, you know, just presidents of corporations and you can give me they a job have no tomorrow. idea. I can get you a job whenever you want a job. Yeah. So let the listeners know this. Let, so what type of skill sets would a person need that is seeking employment through your agency? Um, we have something for everybody, especially right now. The main message I've been sharing with folks, you know, if, you, if you're like me and you have a troubled past and you've had some strikes against you and it's been a hard road for you, now is your time. N- uh, you know, now like yeah, never before, yeah, companies yeah. are so desperate for help mm-hmm. and they're, they're, willing, mm-hmm. they're willing to look the other way if you don't have a high school diploma or you have gaps in your work history or you have felony convictions. Um, so now more than ever, it's a time for people such as myself that may have had a troubled past that are looking for a chance. You can get that chance. Looking right for now. the hustlers. Mm-hmm. 
looking for the real hustlers. Looking just for people, people that want to work. work. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people yeah. that just want to work, man. That's what it boils down yeah. to. Yeah, it that really is. is. That's what it boils down to. You know, I have companies every day tell me if they can show up and they, they got breath in their lungs, you know, I'll give them a job. And that's that's coming from business owners, you know, and, and they're be, they're serious. You know, pre-COVID, um, a lot of companies in Springfield um, would not hire mm-hmm. you if you had a conviction or or what have you and so much of that's changed so quick not just the um, requirements and the qualifications but the pay rates you know most of these companies are paying 14 dollars and up now minimum wage is still you know $11. Oh, yeah, yeah so it's a it's a great opportunity if if an individual wants to go to work mm. so what's your favorite part about what you do helping people seeing people that you know may have not had a shot or an opportunity to get one um, you know, I had a, a, an a experience yesterday where uh, I go to Family Guidance Center every third Wednesday of, of the month and, and speak to the group there. And uh, a young lady I met a month ago, you know, she was homeless, struggling with addiction and just didn't really see how things were going to get better for her. Well, fast forward a month, month and a half later, you know, she's working at one of my clients. I got to interact with her yesterday and, you know, just seeing that in her eyes, like, you can't beat that. You know, like seeing somebody else succeed, seeing somebody come from nothing to something like that's the high for me today. That like growth. Um, it's, yeah. it's just incredible, you know, because I feel like a person then that had has had to get success the hard way really appreciates the grind, really, mm-hmm. you know, really values the the struggle. Um, I know I do. So that assist that assist to the bucket yeah. that win for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds good, man. I feel you. I think we were speaking off mic. Maybe we caught some of it earlier, but you know, we were talking about you you're, you read a lot, right? I do. Yeah. So, what's some of the last couple thing books that you've read, and how could you know that kind of help our audience? Mm-hmm. Um, really, the last couple of years, honestly, uh, an author named Patrick Lencioni. He's got several books. Um, Ideal Team Player is a great one. The good thing about Patrick's books are they're all fables, but they're so deep as far as the takeaways from them. Um, I'm reading one now called um, Getting Naked. So that's the title. And it it talks about um, being vulnerable and transparent with your clients. So whatever service level you're at, whatever product you're selling, you know, that's how the connection is made. It's not, you know, you can be as slick and smart as you think you are, but to make the true connection and have a lasting relationship, you got to be real with your client and tell them the truth at all costs. Right. I get that. I, I, you know, I get caught in the uh, social media Mm -hmm. loop as well, but there, there was an Asian, um, I want to say he, he was, he worked in the advertisement field and he helped businesses solve problems, I guess. Right. So, that was his thing that really stuck out to me, how he was speaking to his client. At first, it was like, wait a minute, how are you talking to a person that you're potentially going to, you know, take a bid from or put your bid in about whatever like this? But he's he's this is what he said. Literally, he dumbed down all like you were saying, he dumbed down all the semantics and the formality of things. And he said, what's your budget? Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a genuine question, but when you're a hustler, you want to conceal your budget because you're hustling, right? So, what's your budget? So, okay, if you're in this price range, this is what my skill set and talent and my background mm-hmm. is worth, and I can do this. Mm-hmm. And this is what I normally charge this number. If you want something with this right here, then we can work together. But if not, then I'm a 
have to not do this business with you. It's 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 called honesty. Knowing your worth. <laughs> and that yeah. and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's think, just being it's just being honest. Yeah. It's so important the flexibility in that. And then two, um, depending on who you're against, your client, your potential prospect. You know, if it's a CFO, that's all they're thinking about is that bottom line or that budget, right? So if you get right to the point, they're going to appreciate that. Now, if it's the HR person, you know, you're talking about budget, they're going to go haywire because they're trying to save money and, you know, make sure everything is tidy and there's no laws being broke. But yeah, so knowing your audience, I, you know, I can appreciate that guy's style, right? So, but you, you, so we were still speaking about books and stuff, but mm-hmm. again, the audience, the, the cats just keep, getting better uh-huh. mike brought gifts uh-huh. and he bought he brought food for thought y'all he brought some books the oh. one i'm holding right now is john murphy the how of the wow secrets mm. behind world-class service what do you have rico uh what is it the mu- the one minute manager mm-hmm. from that ken blanchard mm-hmm. yeah so sharp so sharp. So I miss I'm, I miss chicken and chicken soup. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Hey man, October is uh. Hey, I'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky. That'll, hey, that'll teach you. Hey, hey Rico, Rico, keep my seat warm. Man. <laughs> as, as, as an aside, I'm just happy we can actually see you this time. Yeah. You 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 upped your game on that because you was you but was all you, Barry White last week. You got the light on today. <laughs> well, you know, hey hey as um. As Cannon said, I'm now in in the studio in my house. You know, <laughs> last week I was on the couch, you know, watching a little TV, which you know we remember. You know, we always I, got I, sued I, for that. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, <laughs> shoddy, shoddy, keeps me in line. I, clean, I cleaned Most it up. Definitely. Don't worry about it. I got it out here. Yeah, you know, I hey, he's late. Hey, he's God the legal. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm hey. the judge. Mm-hmm. Hey, most people would think I'm scared of you because it's shy. Yeah. But hey, 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 for me, it's shy. <laughs> Man, yeah. Me, the book's hey, got to be right. Hey, me and you can talk it out. Hey, you and I can talk it out, cousin. But for me, it's shy. He stays on my heels, I and was, I appreciate it. I was, I was just talking to, to C3 about something earlier, and I said, I said, I think it's better if you talk because I can't always stop my coach speak. <laughs> like last week when I was like on the text because I didn't have time to really go in any words. I was just like, stop it. Yeah. We need you here. Hey, like, hey, I, Ain't, ain't hey. no extra words for that. Stop playing. Let's go. Like I, like I said, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. I appreciate it. Hey, if ever, if ever I come to a podium and I have to give my thank yous, it goes C-H-A-D-I M-C. Dot <laughs> com, by the way, dot com. Um, give it to him. Keep hustling. Thankless plug. So you married, correct? I am, yeah. My my wife, Rachel, uh, we've been together seven years, married just over three now. Um, my daughter, Adeline, she'll be three in November. Um, so yeah, my wife's great. She's a small business owner, hmm. um, fourth generation jeweler. So she makes handcrafts, all of her own jewelry, uh, hmm. metalsmith. Um, so yeah, it's pretty neat watching watching her grow and have her, um, her experience and journey in life. And So she was a lot of motivation for you too? Yeah, but back and forth, you know, yeah. she's um she's all about getting better too, so it it, it helps to complement for sure. You know, mm-hmm. we don't let each other sit around and be lazy and yeah. So, Just, uh, now you said fourth generation. Can you speak on generational wealth? Yes. Generational wealth, yeah. So, um, you know, I often I think about, you know, you can leave money behind, you you can do all that. That's great. That's fine, but 
you know, really making a difference for, for my kids and maybe their kids' kids. Um, you know, that's that's perfect. My my wife, her granddad was a jeweler, you know, her dad, his dad, and now she's a jeweler. So just seeing that, you know, and um, yeah, it's so important to be able to pass it on, you know, impart that wisdom and and try to make a difference for for other people that need it. So you know how to make a couple bracelets too. I don't know how to. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gifted or created in that in that way. Just no. just for just for good support. Huh? Yeah. Good support. Like the art, I I learn how to appreciate and see and recognize art now anywhere I go or if I see somebody with something on just from seeing my wife work with yeah. it, but. You know, I can't tell you what it is. She looks at it and she's like, "Oh, that's turquoise, topaz, copper," and I'm like, "Okay, it's hey, that, that's a, that's a different field right there. That's alchemy that, that's almost. A, yeah, that's that's a different field because when you talk about um, things that have worth to them, you know, we we talk about metals and precious metals and things like gold and bronze mm-hmm. and silver, and we're talking about you know, you talk about bracelets, you talk about turquoise, so we talk about rubies and like jewels and things like that have always been the upper echelon of, you know what I'm saying, um, mm-hmm. wealth and things yeah. like that. So to be a jewel maker and to be a fourth generation, that's something serious. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, and it's, well, it's, it's wealth beyond the yes. monetary mm-hmm. definition of wealth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the knowledge of, the wealth of knowledge. It's the wealth of, yes, of knowledge and being able being to able anoint to, oneself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To create mm-hmm. that type of art, artistry. You're, you're a jeweler. You know what I'm saying? Your, your wife is a jeweler and let's say a fourth generation jeweler. When I lyrically make music and when I talk to my child and when I talk to other individuals, I consider myself, you know what I'm saying? I drop jewel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a joke. The family jewels, mm. you know what I'm saying? And we could all ha-ha about that shit. But when, when you honestly think about it, um, we as all men, are um creators of seeds mm. you know what i'm saying and when we drop our seeds we should we, we're that is the family jewels you know what i mean because if we're creating other people and other people to build within our systematic family those are the family jewels you know what i'm saying that's where the creation comes from the father the grandfather the great-grandfather you know so um it, it's a serious thing when you talk about jewelry and dropping jewels and you know we can go beyond that uh, but I just wanted to say that I wanted to uh, point that uh, specifically out that, no, you know, that's... a fourth generation jeweler, you know, I just didn't want to pass that on by. For the, for the sake of the, for the, of the story, cause your story is very interesting. What phase of your life did you meet your wife? Mm-hmm. I had just um, actually came out of a pretty toxic relationship and yeah. um I was not interested in meeting my wife. You know, I was focused on me and, um, you know, I had, had goals and I just couldn't see how anybody was going to come along and and uh, help in that. And, um, you know, just like the good book says, she has been nothing but a helpmate. You know, I have two older mm-hmm. children and, um, you know, she's accepted them as her own. And, um, yeah, she's, she's a blessing for sure. Um, you know, talking about the jewels, it just made me think about, you know, that they're never trying to prove their value, like they know their worth, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I appreciate that, you know, all the way back to biblical time, you see the jewel, you just know there's value, there's royalty. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. You see man. the shine. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's beautiful. She's your, she's your jewel. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's special for sure. Mm-hmm.
I hear that when you when you spoke of her. Hmm. And how many? I might have missed it, but did you say how many kids you had? I have three. three? Yeah, two from a previous relationship, and then add my youngest with my wife. Hmm. How yeah. was that? It's um. <laughs> You know, my, my, let's, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, let's keep no, it real. That, that's good, man. My, uh, that's a real my oldest, my son's turning 14. Play it Rico. My son's turning 14 and my daughter, my Ooh. oldest daughter just turned 12. Yeah. So they're oh. way too Ooh. smart, you know. And um, so there's friction and, and conflict from time to time. Um, you know, and my wife has just been great. I, I shared, um, you know, she's accepted them right away and just been so good in that regard. Um, they haven't always been you know as kids it's it's tough yeah. right i remember that as a as oh, yeah. coming from a broken home you know stepdad or stepmom was always you know mm -hmm. being pushed away um but you know we're at a season in our life now where i'm just gonna love them you know i'm just gonna love them because as as rebellious as they can be right now and the things that they're going through and how they're learning I was way worse, mm -hmm. you know, at 14 years old, I was in juvenile lockup already, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. I, I constantly keep that in perspective, like, okay, yeah, they're back talking and they're being disrespectful, but they're still in school. They're making good grades, you know, so there's hope. There's yeah. hope for sure yeah. for them. Yeah. So. Are, they, are they, are they aware of that fact? Uh, my past? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's important. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is, you yeah. know, cause you don't want to be hypocritical, mm -mm. you know? And that's one of the things that you can deal with with uh, teenagers is, you know, do as I say, don't do as I do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've been here and I don't want you to go there. You have that's, to. that's that's very important. Well, I think now, too, more than ever, because, you know, as you spoke to earlier, this world that we're living in is preaching a different message. Right. Yes. Everything you turn on is telling our kids to think something, believe something, be something. And it's not good. Right. In most cases, there's not yeah. many good influences out there for mm -hmm. as far as the you know the social media and and all that stuff so um yeah it's it's, it's wild it's like you kind of turn into your parents you know? <laughs> like you start to see these things in society and you're like that's crazy mm -hmm. i can't believe they're allowing this to, <laughs> to be on whatever what was that what was that um obviously i, I forget her name but um Nicki minaj and the other lady doing that performance on on TV wearing pretty much nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, Megan is starting. I mean, yeah, and 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 then you look and you're like, I love you, Megan. It's on Nickelodeon. <laughs> my, my, then you my, look, it's on Nickelodeon. Here, here, yeah. Here's my here's my fear. I, I know. Welcome I know, to Good yeah, Burger. Yeah, I just, I just I just know coming up, what you saw on TV as a kid affected how people around you or what people around you expected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hey, hey, so it's, therefore, it's even more than that. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I got it, but. The thing is, think about the young ladies of today right now. Man. The pressures they're dealing with, because that's they're what... They're war. If, if, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, if, if that's what fellows are seeing on TV at that age, and you're not showing that level of it's openness, it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to get somebody's say, attention. It's nothing new, though. It's just louder now because Man. of right mm -hmm. social media. Blasting. Well, I think well you know what? Every every Friday, I could watch the Dukes of Hazard and, and yeah. Daisy Daisy Duke would have yeah. them little shorts on. Absolutely. And then and, and then there I came a Duke point in time. And then there came a point in time when <laughs> you're you're going to be on camera. By the way, you know that. Uh, of course. And then there came a point in time when you know what I'm saying there was a song called "Look at That Girl with Them Daisy Duke Song." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now now the Dukes get cut shorter, and now you yeah. got to have them making stallion knees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there there's the wop, the and, and there's there there's no there's no end to it. Yeah. There's, there's no there's, end to there's it. There's no there's no 
there's no time at which it ends. It's in their pockets. Yeah. It's everywhere. I I, uh, I got home oh, today. No, it only it only gets worse. Man, TV it, it, TV yeah. used to we, shut off. We only off. get to yeah, it, does, it doesn't shut off. <laughs> no, there, there is no do, yeah. do you remember when TV used to shut off? There's it, no off switch. This is anything. free dopamine as yeah, long as you want. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's an identity hey, it's crisis. Adult right. swim. Kids, kids get out the pool. It's adult yeah. swim. I think you know. Again, it's nothing new, but it's all louder right now. It's everywhere. It's, it's you know, it's an attack on on the kids for sure. But you know, I I've became awake to the fact that it's an identity crisis, and they're after the man, right? They want the man to be the woman. They don't want the man to take his rightful place in the household or in the community or be a leader. They want him to be a follower and. It's just sick. Talk it's to him. Sick. Talk to him. You, you me, got... me and Habilius have a like. Obviously, we have a text group amongst our mm-hmm. podcast. But me and Habilius shoot stuff back and forth all the time. And man, it's constantly like finding examples of like, look at this mm-hmm. overreach of everything. <laughs> everything. Everything of like just emphasizing the demasculinization mm-hmm. of the man. Bingo. Yeah, Imme- immediately. Like, uh, for real. example, it's just so like, it's so like nonchalant. It, it might mm-hmm. be like a a crunch, a Nestle Crunch commercial, mm-hmm. where it's a guy and a girl sitting on the bench, and she's talking about the Nestle Crunch, and like one of the only things the guy even says in this twenty second commercial is, "I've been friend zoned," mm-hmm. and oh. I said, "What?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. More that. Yeah. Like, that's just like that's that's an example of showing his place of being lesser to mm-hmm. the woman in the commercial. Just mm-hmm. in case you didn't know, he ain't kicking it with yeah. her. They not mm-hmm. together. But all along, the media is telling us that it's vice versa. That you know, there's an attack on the women. It's not real. It's not real. It's there's an attack on the man. And you know, I love the women, right? But. You know, it's, it started way before any of us were around mm-hmm. with Adam, you know. God didn't say, Adam, why why'd you listen to Eve? He said, where are you? <laughs> where are you? Right? So it's been going on ever since then, where the man can't figure out who he is, so he falls for all these tricks and schemes and continues to degress into something that's not even identifiable anymore. You know, no mm-hmm. characteristics well, if, of the you man. You got to know thyself. Yeah, and if you think about it, it's really... Um, uh, taking the the natural order of things mm-hmm. and, and and mixing it up it's saying c comes before a you know what i'm saying and then saying that that rides that that's what it is it is and like i'm not saying that this is that but when does a boiling frog know he's boiling <laughs> um <laughs> they say at the end of civilizations <laughs> it isn't the war or the the money all of that happens but the, the the real breakdown as Mike started to or has said earlier is the foundation of the male female mm. gets blurred into one mm. and there's no structure mm-hmm. so confusion confusion there's mm-hmm. there's no order of things and this whole system is based on an order that's why it's a so many things make up one thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Your decision, your thoughts can change so many different things, even though it's one decision you're making currently. Mm-hmm. The bigger picture is a, it's a butterfly effect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I'm not going to touch on that subject. I'm going to let that live. 
No, what was you going to say? I don't even want to talk about no, it. No, man. No, that's what we're here for, man. man. That's so what we say, we, say exactly what you were going to say. A, this is IDP and the D yeah, stands for exactly. Dangerfield. Talk, Rico, talk. <laughs> you, you say exactly what you were about to say, sir. I don't know. I got to... Um, yeah. I don't know, like I be, I don't really be arguing with people really on Facebook, but like when they had that post about the, uh, if a man ain't paying, oh, I'm not going 50 50 with no. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw did you see too. what grandma said to me on the book? No. All right, so, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I shared it and I'm a, I'm a blurred out, but I was like, all right, if I'm paying 100% everything. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Blur it out, blur it out. <laughs> yeah, he, he went, he went ham, didn't he? he? Hey, hey, hey. He he, gonna, he, he's gonna put it this way: you're you gonna need some things, right? Yeah, okay. I said. So basically, what I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, what I was Nothing's saying was, free. yeah, it was kind of like that. I'm like, if that's the case, then you literally I'm showing me what your worth is. Like, literally, like you're showing me what you can provide for me is literally. They think they need to be paid to do womenly things. Yeah. I, I would go a step further. Before that, why is that even a thought? A real man, listen, my woman, if she wants to, she should be able to contribute mm -hmm. or ship, mm -hmm. chip in. Mm -hmm. But I'm the man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm supposed to be providing and doing. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. where did that thought kinda, even come from? <laughs> it was kind of like a, um, I, say, I said something because it was like, it's like, it's a tag two on like, the younger dudes, it's like, mm. I think I'm 90, I'm 94. Maybe 90 is the last of the, well, probably 94, 95 is the last of like my era, my generation, 96, not really. It's like the young dudes is really believing that like, that's what it is. Mm. And not to like women, like my grandmother, not women from back, back. We talking about women of today. Mm. If you fall for that and you the, pay the, for everything. You pay for everything. It's good. It's good you paying. But the whole time, she listening for that nigga get it back. Uh, 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 uh. She sitting there pocketing all the bread, waiting. She said, yeah, I'm close to 200000 I'm finna get on the pocket. <laughs> and that's a generation that was what was what's going on in which like the dudes have to basically submit and like bow down more. That's like, not mm. happening. Never. All <laughs> listeners, male... I don't even know if we have female listeners. Uh, Richard Cooper, he has a book, and that's what you need to go get. That's going to simplify your whole process through all of this stuff. It's, put it like this, dating, life, life with men, women. Nobody knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But there's a few coaches out here that have <laughs> got a couple playbooks mm -hmm. that, uh, Kind of, it's put it like this: all games are different, but it kind of explains some processes that the other players are thinking, that they all are thinking. So the unplugged alpha is the book. If you go to Audible, you get a free, uh, just a free login, a free one book download. Download that one. That one. Listen to it five times. Oh yeah, I need that. You hey, say the title again, cousin. It's Richard Cooper. The Unplug Alpha. I think they should put this yeah. in middle school because hmm. it's literally a a rebalancing of the dynamic of the male female polarization of the energy. 
Mm-hmm. And when it's mm-hmm. off, everything's off. That's right. And that's how you get these problems that we're, we were talking about. And you know They're looking off. for that masculine energy. And when you present feminine energy, you're going to have problems. So if you got a whole agenda of feminine energy being casted out over everybody, what you going to get? Hmm. And then this is no mm. knock against anybody. Masculine energy solves problems, mm-hmm. whether it's through violence or whatever. It's still solving a problem. Mm-hmm. Female energy. God, we take out the trash, baby. Female energy <laughs> causes problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believe that. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's only that's natural, and that's natural. And, and it, like I said, when you start messing up the natural balance of things, this is what you're getting. Hey, hey, here's 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 the thing I've 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 seen. This is real. High school, grade school, all of that. There's females that will go at each other during that time and will still hate each other throughout college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and you, whoever it is, me and you, we might go at high school. Mm-hmm. But that's it. It's over. Mm-hmm. That's it. I might respect you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Especially if you can hold your, especially if you hold frame. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's it. We might, you, we might be friends throughout college after that. Mm-hmm. We built different. We built different. We might start a business together after that. Yeah, because me and my brother. Because I know into what you're it. made of now. Yeah. Me and my older brother got into it one time. Got into a big argument. I was like, "Yeah, let's go step in his backyard." Then everybody like, "Why y'all want to do that for?" Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. You can't. Once we fight real quick, I'm gonna realize you, my brother. I love you. Hug you. Hey, don't. We ain't doing that. You can't understand. We are gonna move forward. Mm-hmm. But built different. To baby. other people, they looking at it like. Y'all just want to fight it. Like, no, this is my brother. You can't understand. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't shoot him. <laughs> yeah, we... I, I didn't shoot him. <laughs> we're going to step in the back real quick. I'm tired. We, 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 tired. Need, we, need, to, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. After that this, conflict, this is, change this, happens. Yeah. That's right. I shake hands yeah. with people I done fought years ago. We have a great report. What's up? What y'all on? You good? Me too. You can't understand it. <laughs> but as long as there's the disorder and the chaos in the world, there's no solution, right? Yeah. There's just continual chaos and disorder it's never satisfied they just have to keep pouring more and yeah. more into it you know thinking about the school now there's this critical race theory oh man so it's speak like, on that what oh. is that you know i'm not knowledgeable i wouldn't say on it but i've done a little research and they're they're just going back to to trying to rewrite history history is what it mm-hmm. is you know it's unfortunate that the african-americans you know were persecuted and enslaved, all that stuff, but you can't rewrite history. Mm-hmm. If we start right. rewriting history, if you look at the fall of other nations and, and Rome and all that, that's what they started doing. Mm-hmm. They started tearing down statues, rewriting history, and next thing you know, the cla- the fall happens. You know, we're seeing it happen now. But So, like I said, I'm not totally up on it. I don't know everything about it, but I know it's it's real. I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, no, they're not doing that. They're not rewriting history books, but they're sure and enough if, trying to. And if you do that enough over time history will be rewritten mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because what i mean it's well you this can't is learn some, anything this from is it. this is some conspiracy talk but like every 85 years the a guard changes right mm-hmm. so it's like those people aren't around any longer they don't even see so <laughs> the people that were you, around them are guard cuz the guard of the people that are on earth mm-hmm. right so the people oh, that okay. can remember what just happened in their lifetime so like okay. You have no knowledge of our grandmother's lifetime besides what she told us mm-hmm. yeah. and what we can see right. documented, right? Okay. So at yes. some point in time, when, let's say, I make 85, we make 85, the people that are 12 will never know nothing that we're talking about. Mm-mm. 
Like okay. it's already so I'll use it uh, this example right now. Theo and our kids won't even care who Jordan is. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because LeBron you know would funny? be that Jordan. It's crazy to think about. <laughs> hey, right. No, but you, you know what's funny? I'm sitting there with Theo today and he's at his uh his grandparents' house and he's kicking it with his uncle. And he was like, I'm putting his shoes on. And he was like, I love Jays. And he thinks they're shoes. Mm. That's right. It. He has right. Yeah, yeah, this... of, of, of Michael, Michael mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. That's good. So, like, those type of, there's plans for that. There's planning in that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anywho. If, if, <laughs> if there were some changes about how the job market is currently set up, what changes would you make or are there? Is is it like you said, it is a it's a market right now where you can get a it's, job. It's an employee's market, it's a job seeker's market right now. You know, if you have even a willingness or desire, the the good thing right now is there's so many companies that have again let down all of those barriers and obstacles that would prevent a person from entering the workforce to now where they're giving a person a chance. And not only are they letting you enter their organization, but they have programs in place to teach you, to get you certified. Okay, you don't know how to work. Yeah, you don't know how to work this machine. Don't worry about it. We have somebody in place to go ahead and get you learned up on that and get you certified in that. So just, man, there's so many opportunities right now, whether it's blue collar work or or in office work. You know, there's there's just opportunities for everybody right now. Um, And it's hard to believe, you know, especially if you have a past or you've had trouble finding your way. But it's real. It's it's everybody. We work with over 300 companies in Sangamon County. It makes us one of the 10th largest employers in Sangamon County. We have over 550 people working contractually in the community. And I had 156 open jobs this morning. This morning? Wow. This morning. Do you think it's going to be a window for like when it closes? Or do you think this is going to be what it's going to be for a while until people stop being so lazy? For a while. It's going to be like that for a while. I don't know what. I don't know how it regulates, you know, obviously we're seeing um, inflation, right? The wages go up, everything else goes up. That's sure. just how that goes. Um, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how long this wave is going to happen where anybody that wants to work can work right now. And I don't I don't know if it's lazy. You know, that's one thing, too. I, I'm, I'm in a position where, like I said, I talk to a lot of companies and I get the opportunity to help them see the other side. Because mm-hmm. when you're in the fire, you know, everybody's lazy. Nobody wants to work. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody wants to work for you. Right. Ooh, some true. companies are true. Some companies true. don't know how to treat their people. That's a fact. Some companies don't value their people. That you know, they fact. want you to come in here and do a good job, but yet they don't know your birthday. They don't care about hmm. your family. And so what you got an emergency? That that's just you if you're a business owner, that mentality has to go away. I ain't gonna call you nobody you have, no more. You have to be more flexible and realize that, you know, especially through this pandemic. Every, not everybody, but majority of people are in, in crisis. Mm-hmm. Everybody's crisis is different. But, you know, some of these folks can't find anywhere to take their kids. Daycares mm-hmm. are closed. Yeah. COVID at the school. Now they got to leave work. You know, so my message now to business owners is just if you want to get people and keep people, A, you got to treat them good. You got to pay them right, too. But also you got to be flexible. You can't, you know, if they got to go get their kid, you got to let them go get their kid. If you, if you do that and you're more flexible, you're going to retain your people. Mm-hmm. So how how has C19 changed the way you approach your 
your job? Yeah, so before COVID, you know, it was a lot of face-to-face -face interactions. Now, you know, Master of Zoom, Microsoft Teams, just all the um, softwares and platforms that you can. Um, you know, there's still some face-to-face -face interaction, but it um, it was a lot of change real fast. You know, like I said, pre-COVID, I was, I was talking to 100 and 125 different companies a week. You know, wow. now... now that's dialed back and more so through COVID, we, we've taken on a strategy of building recruiting relationships. So working smarter, not harder. So, um, you know, back to the Salvation Army, I've served on the board for about 10 years there now. And I do a lot of work with other non-for-profits in the community, the outlet, um, Mercy Community, just different non-for-profits. So, you know, they're already trying to help people. So when COVID hit, we immediately pivoted to where we know there's a lack of people or people that are work ready. So who has people? It's these agencies that are trying to help people. So we just came along beside those agencies and it, and it really made a huge difference for our workforce and ultimately for the companies we, we serve. How did any of y'all feel about the Facebook shutdown? Where, where, hmm. where, where were you when Facebook oh, shut down and Instagram? You know what? I thought it was like, I was trying to upload some stuff for IDP and it wasn't working. So I was like, okay, so I'll switch from Facebook. I'll, Cause usually I do Facebook first. So I went to Instagram and I was like, man, my internet's, yeah, my yeah. internet's <laughs> whack or my Wi-Fi is. So I killed that and went cellular and it didn't work. Crazy. I left the house <laughs> to see if it was just Your house, a yeah. cloud over or something. Is no. it me? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I got hacked because it it logged me completely out. And then when I went to put the uh put my code in, it was like error. I'm like, huh? Error. Cause I was gonna go live that morning, which is so far. I was literally finna go live. Facebook and then, error. Yeah, I was just like, whoa, like mm. what happens when social media shuts down? Like what mm -hmm. I, I don't think that's the that question. How's that? that feel? I don't think that's the question. That hurt my feelings. I think I think the question is is what happened we read while the newspaper. social media was shut down. Mm -hmm. What happened while social media was shut down? The Matrix reset. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you think, Cam? <laughs> you said that with oh, such confidence. Yeah. I didn't even think like that until you said that. Now that's four D. Yeah. There's there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of political things going on right now. A mm. lot of a lot of a lot of football dropping out here right now. Fumbling. Fumble. Okay, Ooh. yeah, fumbling going Ooh. on right now, mm. and I I think that curtain. I, I think a little I peek think, behind yeah, the curtain. Yeah. How do you how do you get Three billion people's attention off of whatever you whatever they're doing. Uh oh. <laughs> if if there's a big enough fumble, how do you make it so nobody? If a fumble happens in the forest and nobody sees it, huh. is it a fumble? Hmm. So, I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, it was pretty ironic that the night before on 60 Minutes, there's a Facebook whistleblower. Go ahead. Yes. Go yeah. ahead. So Whoa. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is why we got know, I'm here for. I'm here for this. You know, I, and some, you know, one side saying that it was all part of it. The other side saying something else. The lady, right? The lady said, came on and and worked for Facebook for a time. And then she left and she was basically exposing exposing Facebook on how um, they're more worried about viewership than safety. Mm -hmm. So how they would um, intentionally push out propaganda and controversy because that sells. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so was she telling the truth? Was she on it? Who know? I mean, gosh, you can, you know, you just don't know. But how ironic, right? All of a sudden, the mm -hmm. day after, 
you know, they four, saying, 14 hours or something after she, soon she as was that, on TV. As soon as it came back on, as soon as the, uh, Facebook came back on, <laughs> the first article that was on the top of my timeline was talking about how they were saying Facebook was selling people's data mm-hmm. for on the, on the black uh, market, for, yeah. yeah, for the black market for human trafficking. No dark web, dark, dark web. web. Francis Hagen. I don't I, know. So that was Hagen. the first thing I was like, mm-hmm. and that was literally the first thing that was just on the top of my timeline. I was just like, no, nah, you're not gonna. No, I'm not, not gonna, gonna make any accusations. It's like an experiment. Where I'm not gonna make any accusations, but I'm gonna say this: if if you don't think that your information is not being sold oh, in right. some way, shape, or form. You're very naive. Yeah. Every time you give it out, they mm-hmm. sell it yeah. to whoever you're giving That's that, that out I agree. to. The highest yeah. bidder. That I yeah. agree. The highest your, bidder, your, yeah. your, your information and your attention. Didn't we say this on the last podcast? <laughs> we should have. Okay. That your, 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 <laughs> we did. Your, yeah. your information and your attention is the most valuable thing that you have. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, I bought a pair of shoes for my son two days ago. In store, right? Normally, I'm online. He needs them today. In store, right? The dude at the register hit me so smooth because, like, okay, it says stick your card in, boom. Code, boom. Okay, I'm done, right? Hey, you no, I'm not giving up no email. Mm. Yeah. I hit the thing, so there's a, like, I'm reading it. And he's like, hey, just go ahead and hit nine. So involuntarily, I did it because he said it. It was the rating for how your process or your store. And I was like, oh, bro. Yeah, he's like, go ahead, hit nine. That'll clear it off. So boom, I hit it. And I was like, man, I was like, that was smooth, man. Yeah. That was smooth how you just did that. (laughs) It's it's a recognized game. Yeah, it's but like they, they use that to get game, you. They, they use that to get your your mm-hmm. your, your info. Just the, the the smoothness, the cat like just so nonchalant. Yeah. But what was you gonna say, Mike? Well, it's just interesting. You know, we see Facebook and technology and everything is as advanced so fast. But if you study China or look at China, they don't have any. You know, they're mm-hmm. regulated, mm-hmm. right? So we're beginning to see that with suppression and you know, based off algorithms, they're gonna show you stuff to get you mad just to get you mad because that's the reaction they want, right? They want to keep us all against each other and divided because if we're divided, we can't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. And if, you know. and well, if that, we're together, there's no purpose for them. That's right. Oh, there have been talks of um, your social credit. Mm-hmm. Anybody heard of social yeah. credit? The straw man. Anybody mm-hmm. know what that is? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. He, he hit you with the straw man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there have been talks of that becoming possibly becoming a thing where they're using your social interact your 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 digital social interactions as a way to incentivize to to I, mm-hmm. I was talking to Todd today and I literally said this to him I said mm-hmm. the sun rises where and it sets where rises in the east sets in the west where are we at mm-hmm. we're the west mm-hmm. so everything you see and hear that's happening over there that's right it's going to come over here. It's just a matter of time. Y'all thought we was not one on one accord or crown the world. C-19 put everything on one accord. Mm. Has anybody seen Australia? Has anybody heard about Australia? Oh, it's what's it's going terrible. On over there? It's terrible. Speak I mean, on heard, that. Oh, okay. Okay. So in Australia, um, basically half of Australia has dealt with COVID completely differently than the other half. One half of Australia is dealing with it in a, in a way of, um, I don't know how else to say it, going back to 
prison state, I guess, mm-hmm. where, you know, you got people getting beat on the street. You got people going under curfew. You got people, they can't come out at a certain time. Because Tyrannical. Of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, Tyrannical. They, they have, uh, in, in Australia, they have very tight gun laws. Yeah. So with that being said, when you're dealing with a group, with a group of people that, with it, a nation of people that literally don't have guns aside from like hunting purposes, you know, and the police officers and the enforcers of the law do, hmm. you'll get beat over the top of your head with a with a with a billy with a, club with if, a billy. If, if you're out past two, mm-hmm. past three. Well, billy. You know what I'm saying? And there's really nothing sure. you can do about it. You get dragged out of your car real quick out here. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's in that type of situation. And they've had less cases of COVID. I mean, less than two, I don't know, don't quote me. It's like less than 2,000. Like, it's it's really a low number in comparison to the amount of people that are on that island. Like, it's unreal. Do you believe the record, the recordings? I mean, I don't, I don't believe anything, honestly. I don't believe anything. I, because, I, because I, you, because depending on where your information comes from, the number could be different, you know? So I, I believe, I believe that, I believe that, if we don't start paying closer attention to our rights being taken away from us, that they will be taken away from that's us. Right. I believe that. They are being right now. Yeah. And, and that's why I, I I brought up the squid game earlier, because, I mean, it, it's, it fits society. Again, I, I attribute it to a Matrix-type film, and I think the creators did this on purpose because mm-hmm. it's a, a telling tale of if you're able to... St- Take that PPP or not? If you're able to see things <laughs> as an analogy, then it's there's a lot of things about what's going on right now in mm-hmm. that. So, like you're saying, there's a lot of trickery with the wordplay being spit around here because the words are spells that cast, and That's whenever right. you're telling no somebody doubt. to do something, no so doubt. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like so again. There's if you watch the show. The, the, you you need to be aware of what eliminated means. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in the context of a game, that might just mean you leave. You're not expecting what it really means. Yeah, that type of thing. Back to the social the social credit score. You know, China. If you get blacklisted or sent, like you can't do anything. You yes. can't buy, sell, trade. Nothing. Yes. If they deem you a threat or a disruptor or a deviant to the system. And how do they determine that based off of your social media feed? So, you know, but- so that's one of those type of things that, uh, man, I was, again, I was a having practice. a conversation with Todd that companies have a social credit score on. So like when you see the gap advertised for pride mm-hmm. week or month or black lives matter, whatever they're, investing in their this score mm-hmm. that we don't know anything about, which right. allows them to borrow more money for their company because <laughs> of their society influence, not influence, practicing of good mm-hmm. faith or whatever that would be called. Like yeah. say, hey, we support these subcultures of people. Yeah, it's real. Look, there's an actual there's an right? actual name and, and scoring system for that. Yeah. How do you know it's real? Look what just happened with Nikki. Nicki Minaj, question, she didn't even question, really. She shared an experience of uh, a family member of her having some side effects to the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, they like, tried to like cancel him. her. Oh, they yeah. called her, you know, 
month ago, she's everything, and now you're calling her crazy and trying to get her to talk to a doctor just because she went against the order, which is really disorder, but it's the it's the agenda, right? It's the, you know, what they want you to think, say, believe, feel, invest in. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's a crazy world. It's a big what social world, What experiment. world do we live in where you can't ask questions anymore? That's right. Social experience. Well, I think well, you're, it, you're, you're fortunate to be an American. You you're fortunate to be an American because many people can't ask mm-hmm. questions right, about right, nothing. Right, 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 right. So nah. you have an American experience that we, you're talking we, about. We, we can ask the question, but there's consequences that come along with that question. Mm. And there's there's a lot of social consequences that come along with that well, question. Well, the problem is right now, people can't even answer no questions and they can't even hold frame like they can answer, answer Yeah, you, you, yeah. Don't, you don't have I, an answer I, I for gonna, me anyway. I was, was going to say, gang, the gangster part is you can ask the question. They just ain't going to answer it. Right. They're going to... They in our cut. Oh, yeah, no, your social they, credit will drop. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, they just yeah. going to well, sidestep in, in it. Country, that's, a, that's a real thing. That's real. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Your social credit will drop if you ask the wrong questions yeah, I mean, out here. It, it, it's, so hold on. It's but all about it's, scrutiny in our country. It's not even the questioning thing. It's you better not address those subcultures that I was saying mm. that the government has decided they're going to fund. That's right. Because the baby, done, I mean, the mm-hmm. baby done got canceled. Chappelle for, was just yeah. talking about it. If you, Who you, did it? Chappelle yeah, was yeah. just talking follow about it. Follow the money. Yeah. You know, you follow the money. Yeah. Follow the you money. really begin to see. For sure. you know, it's, For sure. it's crazy. You go and you, it's, you, all about scru- it's all about scrutiny in our country. Mm. It ain't even real. You know what I'm saying? It's all about we don't mess with you no more. And I could convince everyone else to not mess with you. And that's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's all about scrutiny. Because when you look at, you know, um, leveling up as far as, you know, celebrities and things and the humiliation, um, I don't really care about humiliation until I care about humiliation because I care about being on a certain stage. So therefore, you, you can control me by humiliating me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because you're, you're doing on a, on a certain stage. Like when, when Snoop Dogg cries at the red table, that's a human. He's a crip, fam. He's cr- <laughs> Come on. You got a crip crying. You got a crip crying at the red table about some chicks, about him apologizing, mm. about Gail and Oprah. And he didn't even say nothing wrong. Mm. He didn't say nothing wrong. He, he might didn't have called say nothing wrong. Name. Hey, but, but, but here's, the, here's the real thing. When Snoop came out, one of his uh, classic lines is, we don't love them hoes. Mm-hmm. But you got this crip crying at the table. A crip who was, um, who murder was the case that they gave him? Mm. He actually kills him. Okay, no, yeah. he's, no, he's on trial. Mm-hmm. Right, he's on trial for murder. A crip on trial for murder crying at the red table about, excuse me, some bitches? Mm. <laughs> So oh, that's well, therefore that's, that's that, that shared that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing though. That's that's exactly what I'm talking that's about. That's the they're, thing. They're taking they're taking and, and you know, you know what, they're taking more but, than but you just, know why it they're, matters? They're, they're taking more than just your voice. They're taking your livelihood, they're taking your But, but your, why it why it matters, you know, why it matters is because now you have Snoop and um Martha Stewart getting mm-hmm. money. Well that and it, that matters. Well that that's all that matters, as Mike was saying. I mean, they they will cut that's off all that matters. they will cut off your flow of currency. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's a real Your whole thing. Legacy. Yeah, Your whole, I mean, they'll ruin you, right? Your whole legacy. If that's what matters I mean, to you. I mean, think if about this. How, so like this, like... But who you, doesn't that matter to? Hold on. You don't have to agree or... You can agree or disagree about this person, but 
as an American, this is kind of crazy where, I mean, it's from President Trump to Alex Jones to Minister Farrakhan. Hmm. They can't have access to any of these social media platforms that you even know of. Why? Because they're too big of an influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, it depends on what your agenda is, whether mm-hmm. or not you're going to be able to use this stuff. And it, it goes to this effect. You're like, okay, these, these people are this big. They don't even need a, a Facebook or they need a, their own website, right? But they can't even buy hosting for their website right. because it's owned by Google. But China has full access, and you go and research what they're doing to their own people, what they're doing to their own people over there. And not a word. Not a word about the, the, the torment and the torture they're doing to their own people. But you get, but you get into that, and you're, you're talking about these large businesses will defend China oh, over that. absolutely. Because that's money. Yeah. The, the, the market in China is so vast and mm-hmm. so, so, so incredible. Greed. You make, you make a movie. You make a, we make a B, let's say we make a B movie right now. A B movie right now, and it goes over to China market. We could be million bil- billionaires mm-hmm. off of that crappy little B movie we made. If you had the right endorsement. If we had the right endorsement over mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? We followed all the rules and we played by the game, played by the rules of the game that they play over there. Sold your and we soul. Got, and we got and we got the right type yeah. of exposure. Hey, we're we're out here with Marvel yeah. now. You saw yeah. you saw the NBA had Marvel an issue. Money. You saw the NBA had an issue, and one of them people st- spoke out against the stuff with China. Yeah, you what? can't do that. John oh Cena, remember John Cena? There's too, much, there's too yeah. much money in it. They made John Cena change his tone r- real fast. Yeah. Right, he had to. You messed it yeah. up distribution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and we just seen the speaking on the NBA. They just they're they're going through the the thing with mm. uh, Wiggins just hmm. took the jab, but yeah. Kyrie won't. Mm-hmm. And they won't be able to play in certain cities. Mm-hmm. He won't be able to play in New Jersey. He won't be able to New play York. in Golden State and New York. Mm-hmm. And this one in particular, which was so alarming to me, was the Toronto Raptor one, hmm. where they won't even be able to leave outside of the the room, or wow. they'll be arrested. Wow! wow. Who the wow. players? Anybody that doesn't have that vaccine in Toronto. Oh, so they, oh. And it's, it's yeah, mine, so we're talking about ball. the players. It's my ball. Hey, I play, I play on PlayStation with, uh, I've got a de- deployed soldier that I play with. Um, once again, thank, thank him for his service. But uh, he, uh, we're having a conversation last night and I, you know, I just tell him, I said, hey, you know, I got, you know, I got vaccinated or whatever. And he's like, he's like, which one did you get? I said, I don't know. I just, I got the... I got the one and done. And he's like, so you don't even know what they put in your body? And you just let him. And I I told him, I said, I said, look, man, I said, look, I got to work. And he goes, he goes, it's funny you say that. And he goes, I said, why? He goes, because it's mandated for us. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because they maybe might could dishonorably discharge you if you don't get it. Well, some, so yes, I'm glad you brought that up. That's why I said it the way I said it. Maybe, might, could. Yeah. That's what the language says. Maybe. They're voting on that as we speak Mm -hmm. to try to get that not to be the case. Right. As a a dishonorable discharge. Right. But 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 the the job. But to to the lengths of how. They're identifying vaccinating yeah. and unvaccinating is alarming to me. It's it's reminiscent of color to not. Yeah. 
But at the same time, the job's been done. If, if they threaten you with being dishonorably discharged and you get it, kind of like I said before, I got mine because they said we either had to be vaccinated or tested. I'm like, man, forget it. I'll do it. And something about the personal days or sick days. And then all of a sudden, after it kind of dies down, now they're like, oh, yeah, there's COVID days. Like, let's, go, so let's, go after, it, let's go after you, your money. Well, here, but here, but here's the thing. If, if you would have told us there was COVID days in the beginning, then you would have missed a wave of people who would have gotten the shot because they didn't want to miss sick days. Absolutely. And that goes back to what yeah. I was talking about. We got to be aware of the the spells that yeah. are being casted right now. You mm. got to look into them. words is tricky, man. Especially English words. Yeah. We already mm-hmm. said that they have dual, triple entendre meanings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to know which one is yeah. applicable in this situation that you're in. <laughs> Even though you're in the game, eliminated means yeah. more than you can't yeah. play no more. Yeah. Power, life, and death is in the time. You know, what's, what's really alarming, right. though, and rights. all of this that mm. we're discussing, there's so many people that are unaware of a lot of the stuff that's going on, like educated people. I mean, I have colleagues at my office, even, I mean, people that I, I associate with in the community clueless to a lot of these things. And, and the ability to have a educated conversation around it, even when all parties might not even have the same side of mm-hmm. agreeance. It's just the exploration of the, the problem we have at hand. Mm-hmm. There's multiple ways to go about things, but you got to sit down and try to go about things. Now, I think even that there's conversation... There's a physical and there's a spiritual realm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but absolutely. Even, but even that conversation is going to help because if you're really kind of like we were talking about how men can, you know, discuss things and, and make changes, if you're really able to discuss your perspectives, you're going to learn from the, at least a little something from the perspective of somebody else if they're, you know, at least speaking with, mm-hmm. as you said, a knowledgeable, pers- you know, outlook on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, did y'all uh y'all hear about the eighteen ex uh basketball NBA players on this fraud? I saw that. I oh, did no. not. I did not read it though. Say that again. So he said, "Hold on." 18, 18 former NBA players, including Tony Allen and Glenn Davis, are charged in a four million dollar healthcare fraud scheme. Okay. Whoa, eighteen of them. Hmm. So what does that mean, they I don't know. Faking, yet. Some, COVID, mail, faking but... some COVID tests. Yeah, yeah. And we, we need tests and they, <laughs> they 20,000 a pop during the quarantine. They were saying something about, um, about, I guess, for injury expenses or something. I don't, I, I don't, some, I don't yeah. know too much about, like, as far as, like, how that, you do that whole fraud thing. Hey, the massages ain't just <laughs> massages. That's why they cost that much. So, massages at scores? Nah. So you have an $1,800 massage for an hour and a half? What's yeah. $5,000 a cube. Yeah. Ex- extra. I mean, wasn't, like... Wasn't Tyson getting charged before the towel? So it's hey, there's something in that. He was wearing them to the ring though, cuz one of them line items is <laughs> hiding something. Oh, something doesn't add hey. up. Oh my god! So, but I believe a Tony Allen would get yeah, down like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Big Baby Davis. I definitely oh yeah, because they look both of them look like they powder their nose. <laughs> Let's let's be honest. Hey, what about what? Hey, hey, Ricky Davis is a shady player too. <laughs> I just had to throw him under the bus hey, you know, I, for I, that I, rebound. Hey, like, yeah, triple double. You know, he will always be trouble for that. He needed a triple double, so he <laughs> blew a shot to get the rebound to himself. 
on the other end. It was so whack. He threw hey, it off the back of the others. Yes. Hmm. After an inbound, it was so it was so weak. It was one of the weakest things ever done. Period. <laughs> you gotta. It's one of the weakest things ever done. Period. If I was official scorekeeper, I wouldn't even counted it and just let him think he had it. Like man, he's tripping. Nine, <laughs> nine rebounds. <laughs> you got a favorite NBA team? I don't know. I, you know, I used to gamble and I fold sports quite a bit when I quit gambling. Who did you gamble on? Who you put your everything, anything, horses, cars. Oh, you you had it then if you was betting on horses. I mean, and then when I stopped gambling, I lost interest. I watch UFC is about the closest thing I get to sports. Grew up watching the Bulls. Love the Bulls. You know, Rodman, Pippen, Jordan, Magic Mike. Yeah. But yeah, just lost interest over the years in sports. Mm. You know, That's a sport, whole different angle. You silly cuz. Sports is another thing that's just gotten so far off a of track to where mm-hmm. it's political now. It's you so came political. In, you can't even enjoy a game. So you know, political. It's like, my God. Like, all of them are political. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't escape it Baseball, now. Baseball, everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a favorite? Uh, have I ever asked you your favorite team before? I don't. I So, growing up. I wasn't a Mike fan, but I liked his shoes. And I later found out I'm a Tinker Haddonfield fan because mm-hmm. that's who created the Jordans that I like. But anyway, Kobe was like the guy that I liked. I I really, I'm not a really a team guy. I'm a Yankee fan because they just acquired all the people mm-hmm. that I liked. So I'm not necessarily loyal to a team. I'm loyal to the players. Okay. Okay. So I'll switch sides if I like somebody and they go there, but usually the people I like don't sleeve their team. Hmm. I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Like so, I, we, we rocking together. Yeah, but that was, but that was, but mine's was mine's was based off of Kobe. But then as I like start going through the history of who all came from the Lakers, and I was oh, yeah. like, they serious? Nah, they the Yankees? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dynasty, they acquire all stars. Like, mm-hmm. if a team acquires all stars, I'm probably gonna like you. Like, that's how I get out. I'm, I'm not rooting for the underdog in my entertainment, yeah. Okay, I get you, saying. but I can understand the underdog story, and I ain't hating on that. But I just like, so let's say if I don't have a dog in a fight, I don't defer to the underdog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you didn't, you didn't like this, this NBA finals at all this year, not at all. Like, none of that's yeah. like. Yeah, you had, you had you had Giannis who can't hit a free throw versus Chris Paul who can't finish the season healthy. And I ain't a Chris Paul <laughs> fan at all, so I was really keeping my but mouth shut. But went to the Lakers, yeah, I, I still didn't like him, and I, I'm you know that's real is real. Uh, Chris Paul and Kobe, see why? Well, see, because I don't. That, I, hold up, you, there's you, a, there's you, a lot you, of you people. Hold why. on, there's a lot of people are that that do, but I don't like you. Hmm. I don't okay. like Chris Paul because he's a fake tough guy, and all he needs to do is run the point. Okay, I'm fair with that. So there it is. I'm fair. You, I'm fair with that. Chris Paul makes you wear a cup. He, he's he's so dirty. Yeah. But, but he's heralded as this thing when, in my opinion, and we got some basketball people in here, point guards serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. And once they get outside of that purpose and then you want me to worship your point guard, I'm done. It's a mm. distraction. Yeah, it's okay. a distraction. Is he in Isaiah? Is he a modern-day Isaiah? He might be because I don't know that much about the – I just heard what Isaiah – like, I've heard the Jordan-Isaiah friction. I really haven't seen it in real time. It's all real. 
I believe it's all real. But I've actually the, the things I'm saying dude. about CP3, I'm seeing in real time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lead okay. my team back through the tunnel that I know about to meet the other team. If I no, buddy, stop it. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's and different. That's and then different. He, and he does little nuanced things mm-hmm. on the court. Like if you a real player, you don't like that. So let's just compete against me instead of doing what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Bush League shit. It's Bush League. <laughs> but he has all star. Hey, 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 hey. He has all star Hall of Fame attributes. Yeah. And he's doing Bush but, but League Bush things League. when and, the and, camera and turns. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I can't I, I feel you, cousin. I feel you. I can't honor that. So I, I was you can't quiet. Be an all-star and Bush League at the same time. I was quiet when he got into the finals because I don't want to be talking crazy about him. And he, he balls out yeah. and he's MVP and I'm over here looking silly. So I just waited until I knew what was going to happen. Happened anyway. And I was like, look at y'all's boys. Stop talking about it. <laughs> That's how I felt about uh, Paul Pierce. Crack a cold can of Bush. Yes. Bro, I do not like, I don't like the way he walked. None of that. I do not like Paul Pierce. I don't know what it is. I do just don't like him. I don't like him in the clutch. I don't like him at the three. I don't like nothing about. Him. I don't. I don't know. He don't like it. it. He don't like him in his position. He said, <laughs> I don't like him at the three. <laughs> he said, he don't like when he's driving in his Audi <laughs> and he shit his gears. I don't like this I'm also a Lakers fan, so I mean, you kind of got us. Does he favor Paul Pierce? You sound like a competitor. Does he? You don't like what I don't like the way he just the plate. No, hell no. Paul Pierce looked like uh, <laughs> looked like Steve Hart. <laughs> but here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. When I when I was coaching, Play it there, Rico. When I, when I was coaching, I, I, had to, I, had, I had to use Paul Pierce oh. to give my slow players confidence. Wow! I was like, I look at Paul him. Pierce. Oh, He's no, going, hold on, hold on. He is Rico slow. Does not that like man this is bad. not athletic at all. On a personal level. I don't hey. look like Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce looks homeless. <laughs> hey, man. Hold on. Paul Pierce looks homeless compared to me. I don't look like Paul Pierce. Hold on. Cuz said he used Paul Pierce to talk to his slow play. He looks homeless. He had a special... It's like it's like the bottom five with special ed or something. Hey, no, no, by slow I mean not athletic. My my team's won because even the kids, even the kids that were terrible thought they were great. I I did my job. Hey, 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 them was all pick setters. That believe they can score twenty. Pick, but hold up, they, they, box, they, they, they believe, but they believe they can hit twenty at any time. So let's 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 put let's bring this back full circle. <laughs> His conviction is so wow. strong. <laughs> so so Paul Pierce did did wow. the little things correct to keep him in the game. Yes, he did just enough. What are some little things that? <laughs> Employee, employees can do. Did you once try they, to throw that together? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I, like, I, 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 I mean, like that together. What are some things some employees can do after they come to you mm-hmm. and get put on a job? What can they do to keep that in advance through the workforce? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's really the little things, man. Show up on time and do a good job. You know, don't be on your phone, you know. Stuff, phone's a big one stuff sounds it's... so simple but every time you look up you know a person's got their phone in their hand it's like man this employer's paying you you know you got to do a good job so it's it's the little things man you know and i don't know that that's ever going to change no matter how far we advance it's the little stuff you know show up on time do a good job stay late if they need you to stay late you know try to help out your teammates the people around you if you if you see them struggling when i when i was when i was coming up 
they also had people who would go through a temporary agency that would that would eventually get hired by the company. Is that still happening also? Yeah, but mm-hmm. we're not a temporary agency. No, that's, that's so not, that, I'm that's sorry. something. I'm sorry. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. you're fine. That's part so, of my yeah. Explain that's the part of my um, struggle, my battle in the community is so often we're looked at as a temporary agency. Okay. Temporary works about. 35, 40%, depending on the season amount of work we do. We do a lot of evaluation hire. So a company pays us a fee to find them a qualified person. It's a predetermined amount of time before they're going to take responsibility for that person. It's already negotiated before the person comes into play. So um, we do temporary work, but it's a small part of what we do. We also do do direct placement. So CFOs, accountants, staff accountants, general managers, um, you know, where a company pays us a fee, we go out and headhunt that person. And that person's there's day one. Learning moment, teachable moment. Yeah, That's yeah. Good. No, it's good, man. I mean, like I said, I, I deal with that a lot in the community. Yeah. I don't need any temp workers. Well, good. I don't want to sell you yeah. any temp workers. You know, I want to help. <laughs> I want to help you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, find right. what your true staffing dilemma is and try to solve that for you. Sometimes when I meet with companies, it's, you know, have you thought about doing this? And sometimes we don't have a monetary transaction, but I try to help them see have you thought about doing a referral bonus or, you know, whatever it is where you can probably solve your own problem. You, you got a pretty decent place here to work. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, it's, uh, it's neat, man. It's, uh, you know, I've learned a lot and I've been with express now four years and I thought I knew a lot about employment and management and leading people. Um, but in this four years, I've, I've learned so much, um, just being on both sides of it, you know, dealing with the workforce people and then dealing with the, the different companies at different levels. So. Shout out Express. Shout out Express. Y'all definitely hired a lot of uh, uh, my sh- artists that mm. I record. That's awesome, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, you spoke earlier about um, 150 plus different jobs. You know that, that could be possibly on your uh, desk or in front of you. Uh, what are the variations of those jobs? Mm-hmm. Like. From from you know what what are the different you know kind of jobs that are yeah. available? Everything from factory workers up to general managers, yes. um, accountants. Um, you know, ironically, wow. COVID has produced um, has made jobs right now. They got contact tracers, so we got contact tracers that are making seventeen dollars an hour. It's truly a temporary job because COVID's hopefully going to go away one of these days, but nobody knows wow. when. So uh-huh. th- these folks are on contract doing contact tracing for an agency here in town making $17 an hour, you know, that they may have been laid off or, or whatnot. Um, you know, what's been interesting through through COVID is uh, a lot of folks that are from the hospitality or the food industry, they're not going back, right, because of everything that happened with COVID. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those folks are in transition um, right now. But, yeah, man, it's everything from uh, unloading a truck to any one of the factories you can think of we, we do business with um, to about every – lawyer office every bank every you know any kind of office setting you can think of um, are so. you top headed top heavy and any type of employees that come to you as opposed to in lack of certain ones um there's a, certainly a lack for skilled you know so everything from carpenters to electricians skilled welding. labor yeah welding yeah. cdl drivers there's okay. a scarce amount of, and I just think it's because of the times, you know, a lot of the younger generation. That, now that is, 85 you was talking about, cousin. Yeah, a lot of yep. the, a lot of the kids, you know, the younger generation now is getting into the programming and the code and, you know, the, the computer. They're not wanting to get behind a semi truck and drive. Right. They're just not interested. In that. Even though the machinist, the machinist is big. Um, and there's this demographic yeah. is so um, 
hard to manage because nobody wants to stay here, right? We mm -hmm. haven't done a good job in Springfield of talking about the opportunities that are here. So you have all these colleges poaching people from here. And now next thing you know, that general, you know, the talent seems to be missing. Um, so we, we definitely have to do a better job collectively talking about. If I can interrupt you real quick. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Go ahead. The, the, the irony of you saying that and not being from Springfield, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you yeah, being yeah. from Centralia and what you said is something that someone from Springfield should say. Yeah. And I feel like there's irony in that. So yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting no, you real quick. To your point, I mean, it's interesting. I, I, like I said, I'm a transplant. I've only been here a short time. Um, I've been fortunate to get involved with some good organizations and serve on some boards. Um, I'm a precinct committeeman for my, for my party in my neighborhood, so I'm responsible for territory, trying to get people registered to vote. There's a lack of collaboration. That's what's you up. Know, there's a lack of organizations, a lot of them trying to do the same thing, but yet competing Coming against together, one another. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it's about the money when it you know, when it boils down to it, it, yeah, when it boils down to it, they don't want to collaborate to help that end user or that person that's suffering because they'll miss out on some funding. And that's terrible, but that's, it's the reality. And, uh, I, and I imagine that's everywhere, uh, but I, I, you know, we're here. So making it in a position that you in, did it like open your eyes to like what's really going on? Yeah, very much. So after leaving the Salvation Army, I was a um, manager for Sprint. So I, I sold phones and you know, I hired and fired and my, my owner group was in Michigan. So I did a lot of the operations front, front of house, back of house, but coming to express and, and growing in this role and learning a lot. Um, yeah, it opened my eyes to, to so much, you know, the interview, the, I'll say this, if nothing else to the audience that's listening, if you're in business and you get an applicant, call them. That was one of the biggest things I regret from working at Sprint. I might get 20 applicants. I got to go through those applicants and find the ones that stick out. Those, And it might only be three out of the 20. Those other 17, I just disrespected. I didn't even have the common courtesy yeah. to pick up the phone and say, thank you for applying to my organization. And that's brand awareness. That's uh, Now yes. your brand's damaging the community. Yep. That's why you can't get people because hmm. I, you know, so-and-so said they applied there and they never got a call, right? So it all, it comes full circle as far as the learning curve of, and this hiring and firing thing that's getting people, attracting people, keeping people. It's a whole deal. Like, it's a whole big picture. Um, so, yeah. Because I, I definitely felt like that because there's many we times I put in apps at jobs mm -hmm. and... You know, they'll tell me, you know, yeah, we'll give you a call and about a, oh, you going to call me, right? You know, about a week or so. All right, cool. I let a week go by. I call. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they were like, oh, you know, the manager's not here right now. Just call back another day. You call another day. And, and then they'll tell you, like, oh, yeah, you didn't get the job. Like, man, y'all just had me waiting mm -hmm. all this time. That, I've that's, been that's, a, that's another one, too, is not knowing how to tell people no. Well, what, what, what mm -hmm. we don't actually understand is... <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm sorry. I feel. I feel like. Go ahead. Biss, I feel Go like ahead. Biss is calling. Ahead, I feel like Biss is calling from London or something. <laughs> Where'd you go? He's in Wakanda. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you don't he want no knife Wakanda. crimes. You don't want no knife crimes over here, man. <laughs> no, honestly, you know what I'm saying? You know what I what I found out was like when you apply for a job or the the word actually we were talking about spells earlier. Applying in the application is actually begging. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I'm begging for this job for this position. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a part of your corporation. I'm actually 
actually asking to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And then, like he said, I didn't even have the common courtesy to tell to, to talk to you. So when you apply for a job, you're actually asking, you're begging, you know what I'm saying? And we don't feel that way, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many black folks you see at a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> how many black folks you see working in the back of the Chinese restaurant? Correct? I can go and I can apply for that job at the Chinese restaurant. I guarantee you I won't get it. <laughs> I won't get it. Well, that's, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm asking, and they have the right to refuse. That's True. one way. Right that's now, one. you may. Right now, yeah. you might. Yeah. Right yeah. now, right now. It's it's like it's for <laughs> well, you know, hey. It's a buyer's market. Hey, <laughs> that, it, buyer's market. It's so hey, tempting right to give a, a, a voice, and I'm not even going to do hey. I, I, I retract do my, I retract my statement. Yeah, right now, right now. I, I want to go to places and just apply right now mm -hmm. just to see. Just to see where they're at. Yeah. I'm going so, to. so you going to express I'm, I'm going to. you going to express tomorrow? I'm signed to express tomorrow. He said he's gonna give me a job. I'm signed to express tomorrow. I, I thought I yeah. thought I'm about, going to. I thought about getting a second job during COVID. <laughs> you got yeah. too. It's an interesting time, man. Hey, and you know what? Hey. So because the, because I wasn't really using as much energy through the day, and I'm like, I could probably sneak an hour, sneak me from too. So, that, so does like Uber and Lyft and that type that's, of stuff pose problems to well, that's for you. you know, talking about the the workforce. You know, companies assume where's all these people? They're lazy or they're missing. There's no, it's not a lack of people. These folks have figured out a way to make the same amount of money, if not more, and still and get their life back. Get their life. So back. they're no longer mm. behind a grill or you know doing housekeeping at a hotel. They're doing Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Instacart, all these things. And they're still getting a lot of their time yeah. back and making just as much, if not more money. So the gig economy is definitely booming um, for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know, know. Yeah, you got you talk about gig economy. You mm -hmm. got things that where people will just come out and do plumbing. There's that. What's the, I don't know what yeah. the name of the app. I'm not yeah, there's all it, kinds there, of stuff. There's an now. app yeah. out right now where you can get, like you said, gigs, mm -hmm. gigs, where yeah. if you're a plumber and you just want to do some side jobs, hey, they, they'll rate you. And then somebody will pick your name and mm -hmm. pay pay what you're say that you're worth. Man, they done did it with the handyman app. Huh? Handyman it's app, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, yeah, all of what he's list. It's all about convenience, man. And you yeah. know, um, you know, that makes me think about marketable skills. And you know, just again, talk about Express a little bit um, for the individual that may be new to the workforce or been out of the workforce for a while. My team, I got 27 teammates now at, at Express. Uh, the recruiters become your agent. You know, we were talking about sports earlier, so they they spend some time with you, get to understand what kind of money you need to make, what kind of work you done, what kind of work you enjoy, where do you see yourself, kind of go dive into that, and then they begin to market you to our clients. Mm -hmm. So out of those 150 open orders that we have, that there might not be a job in that mix for you, but based off of what you've done, what you want to do, you know, what kind of money you need to make, we connect with our network. And we begin to market you to those companies. And a lot of times that conversation leads to, you know what, I do want to meet Rico or or whoever, you know, so. I'd like to remember my name. Mm -hmm. I was, I, when you said whoever, I was going to say Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't talking to me, but I was just going to throw that in there. Down there feeling special. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Hey, shout out to it's Dave. the seat. It's shout, the shout, seat. Shout, shout, shout out to Deidre and Justin out there. Yeah. Who? She knows. They work out there. They've helped me. Oh, Deidre and Justin. Yeah. Deidre and Justin. Yeah. yeah. So shout he out said to they work out. Yeah. yeah. Deidre's yeah. been with Express 
17 years, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Vet in the game. Yeah. Deidre, um, female. Deidre. Yeah. She a vet in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Her husband's Ray Lytle, a local um, radio celebrity. Oh, yeah. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. She's, QLZ. She's awesome and loves people, loves helping people. Um, but she's the opposite of Ray. So Ray's outgoing, you know, connects with his audience. Yeah. Deidre's pretty quiet and conserved. So and, I got to ask you, Mike, did you vote yeah. for us or Ray on the podcast? Ooh. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I don't know. You don't have I, don't, to I don't think I voted uh, for the podcast. All right. so. yeah. send you That's tonight. a safe answer. <laughs> yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got my hand on the button right here. That's a safe answer, sir. <laughs> I uh, I voted for a, a couple clients just because they asked me to. You know, they sent me an email or text or something. But yeah, a lot of times I don't like to get involved with those things because mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're spam. Now you're email. It's like I didn't sign up for any of this. And now, yes. you know, to your point yeah. earlier. Now you're looped into something. Yep. <laughs> they, they done sold you to another market. Yeah, sold you. Here's China again. Yep. You know? <laughs> China. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. So that's how they do when, like, you, uh, like, if you go to a website and you put, like, a pair of shoes and If you give you your, your Facebook, oh, just think of whoever you give your... Here's how you information know. To the it. media tells us there's been a hack. It wasn't no hack. It was a business deal. <laughs> they sold our information once yeah. again, but they just want you to think it's a hack because you will be receiving spam. It wasn't a I hack. Because I literally leave the website for the exact pair of shoes, go right to Facebook, and refresh, there. and it's right there. <laughs> I, I believe. That, so that's that's something different. Algorithms, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's something different than that. It's. I don't have the proper terminology, but it is a process that is happening. That's for sure. It's happening so, like, literally, like, but pull the, up the shoe, new tab, Facebook, it's there. But like. that's that's the thing, though. So, like, that was the question I posed a few podcasts ago. Is that a good or bad thing? Would Is that better for you as a consumer to Mm-mm. keep something that, so let's say, hey, I looked at these. I thought about it. I'm gonna move on. So anytime advertisement comes back up, you mm-hmm. like these. You did look at what, these. What about the fact that I got in my car tonight to come to the show, and I'm down the street from my place, and it pulls up on the maps on my car, mm. his house. Artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah. mind yeah. yeah. hey, you that when I get in the car, they like even head no, in this no, direction. Do 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 automatically. But it, but it, but it, but it's is that it's, good? It's, or, it's Thursday night. Is that good or bad? At this yeah, time, that's what I'm saying. I'm on my night. way. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. where I'm going. You know, yeah. behavioral that's profiles. Where going. They create behavioral you profiles going. based off our interests, our buying patterns. Yeah, and that that becomes valuable to. That is valuable. Yeah, that's most. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary, but it's. It's true and it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, you, where are you going? Shame Thursday on Thursday night. Where, where, where's this car going? It knows, Cannon. It already knew. Shame we, on we, us we, for we, not holding them accountable to the terms and conditions. Yeah, I'm telling you, I agree. Decades ago, we did well, say I we agree. agree. And to your point, I don't know, good <laughs> or bad. You know, especially now what we're seeing where they weaponize the data, right? And so, you know, now you're running for office or something. They're pulling up a tweet yeah. from seven oh. years ago, right? So oh, they're weaponizing you know, quick. Oh, my gosh, man. It's scary. Got you know? him. It's scary. Got him. And, 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 and they know that, like, the, the, game, baby. the, 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 the nature game. of culture <laughs> changes over time. So what's accepted isn't accepted any longer. Was that tweet you made when you were nine? <laughs> yeah. So just what? regular yeah. terminology that man, you might use. Man, what you doing use. tweeting when you was nine? I wasn't tweeting when I was nine. <laughs> we didn't have internet when we was nine. <laughs> right. So, so guess what? I, I guess I, I, I guess we're safe though, because um, as as Cus said, 
You know what I mean? At a certain point in time, that 85 is going to live itself out. Yeah. It's going to be like, all y'all motherfuckers was tweeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody like, was tweeting. For real. Right. Because, you know what I mean? At nine, I, ain't, I wasn't tweeting. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come a certain point in time where at nine years old, y'all was tweeting. But this is the that's thing. That's that 85 you was talking about. That, that's the thing, though. At nine, you wasn't tweeting. So you made your first tweet at 45 and you fucked up. Yeah. 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 You yeah, said yeah. the wrong thing because yeah. you didn't. You, th- you, you thought you was going to erase this, and you did erase this, but <laughs> somebody caught it. Saved. Yeah. Yeah, it it's saved somewhere. into Facebook's oh, history. Yeah. They like, yeah, we're going to wait until you do something. Yeah. The funniest thing is like you could text halfway, text something, and erase it, and it's like that shit is still there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But every, everything is a like business. that's. Everything's a business. Yeah, I just I just saw today an advertisement. I don't even remember the name of the company, and I don't want to. But anyway, they have the ability to go in and erase your history and track down all the dumb stuff that you've done. And their their claim is that that's what oh, they're yeah. going to do. Reputation that, cleanup be, or be, something. Yeah. yeah, it's become a business to mm-hmm. clean up after yourself now. And they're probably the one that that's not real to clean your digital. Well, while we're up. talking about it, to the workforce, oh, it has for, to be real to the workforce. That's a big thing. You yeah. know, it used to be criminal background. Now it's. How are you going to represent my company? You know, so often people will go on Facebook or something and complain about their employer. It's like, my God, you know, and your profile's public. It's like, so, you know, (laughs) to your point earlier, you got to clean that up. If you're looking to get better and get a better opportunity, it it applies all across the board, not just how you live your life, but also your social profiles. People are quick to put their jobs on their social media, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate that. Oh, my God. I hate that. And you don't need to know where I work at. See, my mm-hmm. shift is from nine to six. I work at Intentional I Danger work- Field. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. where I work at. For real. Yeah. Lead engineer. That's what I do. That's my job. I'm, I'm the that's guy with the button. What's your way? That's What's it. that insurance looking like? <laughs> that ain't none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, it work, is, it is because it. I work there too. I work hey. there too. <laughs> so I got a t shirt. And I got some sweats. Well, you have some ads coming your way. I got a water bottle. Just know this you definitely got a copay and a premium. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I'm trying to see what that windbreaker like. What's that windbreaker like, cousin? Hey, what it look like? Like, oh my god, <laughs> that is hilarious, Mike. Appreciate you coming through the podcast, man. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? No, thanks for having me. Um, certainly enjoyed the time with you guys, getting to know you a little bit. Um, appreciate what you're doing. You know, I caught one of your podcasts a couple ago and liked your style, and uh, appreciate you having me. So, um, to the listeners, you know, again, if if I can help in your journey with your workforce or otherwise. Um, feel free to reach out to me. You know, I'm on all the all the social channels, whether that's good or bad. So how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, um, my d- number at the office two one seven five two eight three thousand. Love to help if I can. And on social, how do how do they find you? Just my name, Michael Thomas. Yeah. I don't I don't know where to put this in, but it, especially just to make sure this is known, because again, the story you told is a story that a lot of people might be going through, mm-hmm. uh, and from yeah. even the spiritual side. Um, talking about your background and how you don't think that it was, you know, that he was, that you didn't really believe before. But um, I've just heard it said that, you know, um, God uses you for your imperfections Mm -hmm. more than anything else. Like he needs you to be there so that you can get other people 
help get other people to where they are and you've done that spiritually you've done that in terms of the express and that's that's big man yeah i appreciate it man that's uh yeah i feel like we all go through something for somebody else you know to your point yeah i I don't think you know god doesn't make us suffer just for the sake of suffering you know I, i know that all of my struggles and things i had to overcome was to try to hopefully be there to help somebody else get through that same struggle so and, and like i said i i appreciate what, what what you've done for the folks you know what i mean because you could you could easily have gone from struggling to i'm just gonna get out and do what i gotta do for myself and, and make sure i'm straight but yeah too yeah, many people do that yeah you know keep too many up. people do that unfortunately so thanks man i appreciate it yeah yeah so yeah big ups. <laughs> you know what this is this is intentional danger, Phil. <laughs>